Duct Tape Marketing by John Janch. One sentence summary. Duct tape marketing introduces small businesses to the nuts and bolts of marketing in the 21st century by taking them all the way from character profiles and strategy through specific marketing tactics to building a great referral system. My favorite quote from the author is, The only worthwhile idea is the one on which you take action. John Jansch Duct tape marketing is one of those books where you know the title before knowing it's a book. I'd heard the phrase before and it stuck. I mean, I guess the title does its job, right? After having talked briefly via email with John Jansch's daughter about the podcast, I added the book summary to my library on Blinkist. Here are my three learnings from one of the top marketing books for small businesses. 1. Have a mission. 2. Build a base of champions. And 3. Be online. Alright, let's take them for a spin. Duct tape marketing lesson 1. Have a mission. This answers the question, what should be the driving force behind your marketing in your small company? The summary talks about objectives, missions, goals, and a marketing strategy. Out of all of these, the mission seems to be the one you mustn't screw up. I've mentioned Walmart's mission before, to bring people retail products at the lowest price with the greatest service. That's a mission I can support. Your mission should always be somewhat idealistic and focus on the greater good. A mission example from a window cleaning company was along the lines of we treat the homes we enter as if they were our own. My mission over at my blog is to bring people step-by-step instructions to build better habits so they can start improving their lives 1% at a time. For 4 minutes books, it's to help you learn more in less time. 4 minutes to be exact. The reason I pulled out the mission here is that it's what keeps you going when you want to quit. It's not your drive to become the market leader on your goal to double your revenue that will push you when you need it the most. When you hit a roadblock and you don't have a mission, you will quit. So make sure you have one before your first inevitable big crash. Duct tape marketing lesson two. Build a base of champions. This answers the question, who should your marketing address when you first start? This part I really like. The book puts your customers into different groups, or rather stages of the customer's journey. There are suspects who are a good fit but don't know you yet, and prospects who you've been in touch with and that want to know more about you. Clients are first-time buyers and repeat clients keep coming back. Lastly, there are champions. These are not only repeat customers, but they love you and your product so much that they keep telling all of their friends about you. Champions remind me a lot of Kevin Kelly's 1,000 true fans, as it seems that when you hit a certain number of those, your business really starts to prosper and grow. That's why your best new customers are old customers. Once you have a few clients, focus on giving them the best possible experience and service so that they'll eventually become champions and do your marketing for you. Duct tape marketing lesson 3. Be online. This answers the question, what is one technical aspect of marketing you cannot miss? I'm not sure if this statement was directly quoted from the book, but I'm glad it popped up in the summary either way. If you're not online, you don't exist. As someone who works with a web design agency, it almost hurts me to see so many small to medium-sized businesses with either no website or one that was made in 1997 and never touched again. In some industries, offline marketing and referrals will still work for a long time. But considering my own consumption behavior, it's only a matter of time before everything will take place online. 
People are already blind to banner ads, email open rates drop, and Facebook and Twitter engagement is ridiculously low. Marketers have to become smarter and smarter in this cat and mouse game, but the only way to win is to start playing. Trying to become successful online is a crazy mess as it is, I would know. So don't seal your own fate by thinking you don't need it. So pick a channel, whether that's a website, Instagram account, Facebook page, or podcast, but please pick one and start creating. My personal takeaways from duct tape marketing for 2017. First of all, I am about as surprised as you that this summary is so short, but I remember when I wrote it that uh, my takeaways part was really long because what I complained about in the takeaways part was that the summary on Blinkist was really long, and but it was also very cramped, right? So they told you in this in the Blinkist uh, that you should you hire a designer, um, you should put your contact info everywhere, you you use audio, use video, learn SEO, be on social media blah 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 so basically this book said do everything right and and that's one strategy and that that has a point but um you have to start somewhere right so uh, my guess would be for this one that the book is a whole lot better than any summary could ever be because apparently the book is very packed with information too but that would make the book a sort of uh, encyclopedia where you go to when you need it you need to look up a specific thing like oh what's what's the mission thing again okay let me look that up and let me come up with one and then close the book and put it back so i'm expecting this book to be of that kind not a one one time read through where you just read it one uh cover to cover okay so uh i mean when I read something about marketing, I think about Gary Vaynerchuk and whatever he would say about that because I think that guy is the most up-to-date marketer around or he's he always says he's marketing in the year we live in and so he jumps around too from platform to platform to platform, right? And when I mentioned those dropping rates for engagement on places like Facebook and Twitter and so on, that's because of this whole cat and mouse game, right? The customer, the consumers are the mice. They they don't want to be sold when they don't need anything. Um, and so whenever they feel they're marketed to, they run away. And the marketers are the cats and the cats have to be smart about how they try to get the customer um, in places where they don't expect, in new ways, in creative ways, in ways that aren't as interruptive, and so on. And this cat and mouse game continues to play out, but it continues to play out ever faster because the cycles of people moving in and away from platforms go faster and faster and faster. Like, a Facebook has had its moment since 2000 and, I don't know, like, when did it really pop? I think in 2000, when did they cross the billion user mark? I don't know, it might have been 2010 or so. Not exactly sure. But Facebook has had its moment since then. And that's been like, what, five, six, seven years now? So that's an, that's a, Facebook is a rock, right? Right? It's ancient. So, but then comes a Snapchat in, say, 2011, hits its stride in 2013 and 14. And then in 2016, two years later, and Instagram comes along and copies the features and with Instagram stories, which is the same user base in five months, what took Snapchat three, four years. So Snapchat is on its way down from its high right now and they have to come up with something new. So obviously these cycles get shorter 
So as a marketer, it gets harder and harder to keep up with where people actually are. Um, of course, one way is to stick to something, but that also means you're accepting limited upside. So what I do, for example, is I'm writing, I stick to email, blog posts, and so on, which is an old medium in the internet space because it's been around for so long. But I'm fine with that because I'm just one guy. Uh, if I ever get to $100,000, $200,000 a year, I'm perfectly fine with that and I don't need more. If I wanted to build a million-dollar, multi-million-dollar thing, that would be really hard to pull off by just you know, sticking to a medium like email where it's incredibly hard to get a list of, I don't know, 100,000 email subscribers. That's super hard um, or more. Uh, and then, you know, like really get that, get those kinds of money rolling in. So what I'm saying with this is that this book, the good thing you can take from this book or this summary even, the good parts are the the philosophical parts right so the lesson was the last lesson was be online sticking with that and play online and play this game and see what works for you because the platforms have different contexts again they have their moments where they rise and shine and then they drop and so on and figure out what works for you for your industry uh for you as a person for your team um for the philosophy behind your company right and so on and there will be mediums and platforms and places like pinterest like quora like instagram like facebook that work better than others like a normal website like a video blog whatever and there will be places that work better than others and it's up to you to figure those out figure those out that you can stick to in the long run and then always play a little bit on the side with new mediums experiment find new places to try and so on um, circling back to the other two lessons, um, the mission, uh, so the reason I gave so many examples is I wanted you to come up with your own mission in one line. I think that's really powerful. It's a powerful idea to have in your head, like four minute books, right? Making you smarter in four minutes or less. That's a, that's it, right? That's catchy. That sticks. You know what it's up about four minute books. It blends in with the name. I really like that exercise. Um, especially if it's a one-liner, you can then throw at people in a, in case you need to, in case they forget or you say, and they say like, how does this make sense or why am I doing this? And if you can tie it to your mission, to your one-line mission, then that's a very easy way to communicate to people why things are important. And the champions part, yes, I really love that. Like suspects, prospects, clients, repeat clients, champions. I don't know the exact statistic, but I think it's about five times easier to sell to a person again than it is to sell to a new person, right? So it's much easier to make a, to make, say, $10 from a person that you've already made $5 from than it is to make $5 from the person who hasn't bought from you yet, right? So it's easier to go from $5 to $15 with the same person than it is to go from $0 to $5 with the with another person. Um, and what, what does this tell you? First of all, whatever you do, if you can afford or if you can do premium pricing, that's worth gold. Because uh, the more expensive um, the more expensive you are the first time, um, the more expensive you can be the second time, first of all. And uh, you're not wasting that tremendous effort it takes to get a person to spend because to get a person to spend five dollars is super rough. To get a person to spend uh, twenty dollars is of course tougher in the beginning, 
but the the extra money you get from that is is worth way more because you don't have to find three other people that spend five dollars because if you want to get 20 bucks from four people that pay five dollars that's way more effort than getting one person to spend 20 and this just continues as you go up right so if you can get a person to spend three hundred dollars with you the first time that's super powerful because you don't need 300 people to give you one buck which is way 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 harder okay so the less customers you can afford to have the better actually so you don't want to be a, a you don't want to cheapen out you don't want to be a cheapskate um that's super helpful then again that said if you're a guy like me you're an artist you're making your own mini products and courses and fun stuff and blah 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 then you might say you know what i have a large user base they're not spending they're not used to spending a lot especially on this stuff i don't want to rip them off either so what i can just do is go to platforms like amazon and skillshare and highbrow they make email courses and make courses and sell those to the platforms that already have a big user base that already are paying something something like a flat fee like ten dollars a month and then they get access to the content and i get paid that way but that requires a large audience and again way more effort so if you can and if you're a business person and and less of an artist then i would definitely recommend going with premium pricing and focusing on sell reselling to the people you've already sold to rather than trying to get more and new clients Okay, enough rambling from me. Figure out what works, you know what to do. And I will hope to see your business very soon.